it's if I'm broke. I sat on a chair and it just like I sat on a chair and it just slowly broke. And I accepted my faith and I just I just sank I just sank with the ship. I was like the dude on the Titanic. So plane. I, I thought you like died because I saw you start to fall and I was like, Hey, are you good? But you felt so slowly and with like zero reaction that you kind of just were like not reacting at all and just falling and then kind of just laid on the floor. So I thought you died or something for a minute. Nah, nah, just I went down with the ship. You know how it goes. You were just completely unfazed. You just kind of went like. Well, Pat wouldn't know because he's never. Because <laughs> I've never sat in a chair. No, 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 because no, you never, um, you never saw Titanic. You're you right. Titanic. No, God, what the hell? He's never seen a Titanic Man, for some reason. I feel like I feel like you have big Titanic energy. I love the boat. I know about the boat that sank. I don't need to watch a movie. I know how it ends. It sinks. It's still the, underwater. Do you know about the conspiracy theories, though? I know about some of them. James Carr told me some of them. Oh, yeah, that fucking... I don't know who that is, but... Uh, we'll tell you about it. It's uh, It was an insurance scam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The so Olympics? The Titan- yeah, which is... The Titanic didn't sink, so... So you don't know... So you're wrong there. Yeah. Um, Man, I've seen it underwater. No, you've seen you a Titanic... You saw the Olympic. You've seen a Ryan Seacrest type. It says Titanic on the side. What, are there people going down there? Underwater space painters or sea painters? So what was the insurance scam? Oh, no, it was just they made more money off of it it sinking. Everyone, all the uh, owners of the Titanic weren't on the ship, and they made an insane amount of money, and they only had to pay out a small amount to the families, like, they're come up like it was generational wealth off of the Titanic sinking. You know, like you know, the people who died, they, they those families got like an extremely small portion of it. And like the owners who just happened to not be on the maiden voyage were not, you know, they made an insane amount of money. Shout out to the maiden voyage. So here we go. I just thought I just thought maybe um Also I'll watch a documentary on the Titanic any day. We can have a Titanic episode. We could go we could reenact the Titanic. Oh, you need to watch both VHS tapes. Mm-hmm. I have both V my sister has both. It was her favorite movie growing up. I wasn't gonna watch it with her. I wanted what? to play with dinosaurs. There was dinosaurs in that movie. What? Rose. You would know if you had seen it. Yeah. Rose was really a dinosaur. And whatever. And that movie won an Oscar, which segue, segue. into... Segue. All right. Let's get it started. Do we have an intro? I think that was our that intro. That was our intro. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah, man. Why not? Let's uh, segue into the How Oscar. many Oscars did it win? Oh, I, I don't know, man. It probably won... I definitely won, like, Best Picture... It didn't win Best actually, Supporting Actor. Pat, I don't know why you haven't seen the Titanic because it's, it plays at Cinemark like every day. Why didn't you just yeah. see it on a Tuesday? Because there's always something better to see. We didn't go to the movies like the last two Tuesdays. I'm, so I'm going to run down the list real quick. Uh, wait, wait, wait. 
Um, I, I got poll results from, let's put a, a cap on Titanic. You don't want it, so you really don't want to hear. Um, yeah, I, I do. I want to hear the numbers. I don't care about the ones because I'll fight James Cameron underwater. Original score, best picture, best director, best visual effects, best cinematography, best production design, best costume design, best sound mixing, best film editing, best sound editing. Did not win best actress, best supporting actress, and no shout out to Billy Zane. Who the hell's Billy Zane? Don't do this. Not today. Look. All right. Let's start the show. Go ahead. What's the poll? Read the polls out to us. I'm doing an intro because I, I want all this Titanic stuff cut. Because I'll fight, I'll fight all the ships. Then we should have a Titanic episode. We can't because you haven't seen the movie. No, we don't. They're about the boat and the insurance scams. We don't need to talk about the movie. Fair enough. What what we saw last night? This is another episode on a, a rainy Friday night. What did you guys see last night? I actually did see a couple things last night. I rewatched Crank. Great movie. Yeah. It's a man movie. We watched The Mandalorian and The Last of Us. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. What? The Mandalorian. Have you seen The Last of Us? I haven't. And this is... Okay, so I have a hot take. I confused The Last of Us with that Walking Dead game. You know the one I'm talking about? Because it's like the same game. I think it's called The Last of Us, though. No. <laughs> yeah, the game's no, called The Last of Us. The game with Clementine. Uh, Someone's going to know what I'm talking about. I know what you're yeah. talking about. Uh, I know what you're talking about. It's like, it's a mobile later. No, it's not a mobile game. Oh. I played a Walking Dead game a long time ago where you Did, play as Daryl. Yeah, it's not the one with Daryl in it. It's the other Walking Dead game. Oh, ah, who knows? But if you we gotta like choose. Is it the one we gotta like choose? Like I they're, don't remember. they're like this is infected. Do you kill them? Do it's you let basically them? Basically, the Last of Us, except Ellie is named Clementine instead. But it's like the same game. I haven't played it though, so don't get mad at me. I'm not. I haven't played The Last of Some, Us. Somebody listening is going to know what I'm talking about, and they're going to get mad and say it's not the same game. But If you know what Julia's talking about, hit us up. Let us know, because I have no clue. I do have a clue, but not that much of a clue. With that being said, Pat, you had poll results. Yeah, so I did poll? a poll. I polled 100 people on their knowledge of the topics of last show. Woo! 17% of the people know what a cryptid is, which I thought was low. Six percent of people know, like, believe in that cryptids are real, and ninety percent, ninety-seven percent of people they know who Bigfoot is. So, like, the word cryptid super unpopular. What cryptids are very popular, and um, no one really believes in them. That's uh, fair. 80, yeah, and I definitely believe that not a lot of people know the word cryptid because I've said it to people before, and they're like. One time I went up to my mom and I was like, what cryptids do you believe in? And she's like, what's that? One time I one time I was talking to my friends about cryptids and they thought I was talking about like encrypted messages. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, nah, bro, I'm talking about like monsters and shit. slang for encrypted messages. Yeah. What do you know about cryptids? <laughs> they were like, oh, what you trying to get on the black web? I was like, nah, man, I'm not. Trying to send a secure email? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, like, there was a lot of people that just, like, stared at me blindly. What the hell is that? 
I was like, do you know what Bigfoot is? And they're like, I've seen Harry in the Hendersons. It's like, all right. Great yeah, movie. Yeah, I tried to ask my mom about cryptids. And she's like, what's that? And I was like, you know, like Bigfoot. And I was like, which ones do you think are real? Like mythical creatures. And she was like, man, none of them. Yeah. Hey, man. A lot of people, a lot of people wanted to let it be known that they think that a lot of things died off. So, like, they were like, man, there were dinosaurs and, like, that's basically Loch Ness Monster. And, like, they've got, like, on the chain of evolution, like, you know, a larger ape. Like, so people were just, like, really throwing that out. Like, yeah, everything is dead. Chill out, guys. You're not going to find Bigfoot lying around. That's um, an interesting theory that, like, people think that, like, do you think dinosaurs existed in the time where there were also humans? So, like, they just saw a no. dinosaur in the lake and thought it was a Loch Ness monster? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't necessarily think that. It doesn't sound right. I mean, think about no, yeah, the different it species right. of, uh, just different species of anything. Different species of primates. I mean, a lot of them didn't, you know. A lot of them aren't what modern primates are now, and and. So, do you think that's what Bigfoot is? Like a species of prime? Oh, I don't know what he is. I, I I'm real interested in in. I would fall into the I know what he is category, but I don't know. I know who he is, but not what he is. Like you. Do you guys remember when that like Finding Bigfoot show was all the rage? Which one, man? That's yeah, like a the, thousand. That's all there is. The one that was like literally called like Finding Bigfoot. It had that guy who was like, "I'm going squatching," and there's a squatch in these woods. And like, I just saw a funny thing. I just saw a video uh, yesterday out in Millville. Ill. It, it's a guy. It's a guy. He's like a Bigfoot hunter apparently. And I don't know. That I was just reading the article. It was like some radio station wrote this article. But the guy has a, an actual YouTube page, and in his YouTube page. He had a video of basically him explaining he, – he claimed to have a video, but he made a video of him showing screenshots of the video of what was supposed to be Bigfoot. It was a recent Bigfoot sighting, but I don't believe – I mean, I don't believe that guy. I think he's, a, he's an idiot, but he's a known Bigfoot guy. Like, he's a known Bigfoot look, looker for – yeah, what's what did it, uh, Bigfoot hunter? Hunter, hunter, or looker for? What bothers me is like I don't, you, you, I don't think like you should be hunting Bigfoot. Nah, man, Bigfoot. I don't think they mean hunting. It's it's kind of the same as like when we say ghost hunting, we're not hunting them. We're like letting them chill, but we're just trying to find them. But I, I think we're hunting them in a sense of like clock. Like, do you really think Bigfoot? Bigfoot knows people claim they're hunting him. Bigfoot will fuck you up, man. You know, I'm sure Bigfoot doesn't care. I'm sure Bigfoot's like, Psh, look at this dork. I've read the book. What book? The children's book. The Bigfoot book. Oh, you got to read that, Julia. We'll, we'll, we'll sh- I'll, I'll bring you that book one day. It's so good. Anyways, let's move on, Pat. All right. Um, 85% of people believe in aliens or life not on this planet of any kind. Um, some dope. lady... She looked me dead in the eyes and said, life, no matter how big or small, one cell or many, we love them all. And I was like, get out of here. I think yeah. that's from like Horton Hears a Who. It, might I, it was. She was like really trying. I'm not saying, but this person teaches like little kid literature. That's English great. teacher. That's the word. And I was like, get the hell out of here. 
Suzical the musical. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't Disney. Yeah. And then 64% of people believe in ghost or spirits. So here's my question. Do you think... I think these numbers are low. I don't because... I mean, I don't really say I believe in aliens. I do believe in life on other planets, but I think it's like bacteria or like... Yeah, and that counts. Like like the ladies, like the jingle said. But it's like most people believe in... I feel like that. it's like almost all people. You'd be... You'd That's be surprised. out of a hundred. Yeah. Yeah, I know how the, work. Look, I'm not. Uh, I'll, we'll get into it off on the people off of who the people were that were outside of the eighty five percent. That's that's another thing. Pat just be he comes every week with these surveys. He just be interviewing anybody. I'm yeah, interviewing the people that I, I I I work around and stand around my car. I feel like that's the most unbiased way to do it. Is just ask a random person in Philadelphia, hey, what's up, man? You believe in Bigfoot? So that's, <laughs> yeah. like, that's a city thing. People ask you stupid questions all the time in the city. Like, can I get 55 cents to catch the bus? Like, what's what's a more ridiculous question? Can I get 27 cents because my daughter is dying and I got to catch the bus to Atlantic City? Or do you believe in ghosts or spirits? Like, what what's a more bizarre question? I mean, I know which one I hear more commonly. Yeah, yeah, well... You hear the most bizarre one more commonly. Yeah. I can't get 17 cents to catch the bus. What bus costs 17 cents? You just happen to have like probably. 33 cents on you? Yeah, they probably do. Every every week you need 17 cents? Every single time I see you, you need 17 cents? It'd be like that. And, yeah, well, okay. Oscars are here. Yeah. So they will be here next week. Oscars are here soon enough. Let's let's get into it. This is the Oscar show. I so came I wanted to I wanted to bring up the, the the first thing like so box office versus like nominations. What do you guys think of the movies that are um, nominated that like you've never heard of or like didn't see a lot of advertisements for? All right. So first of all, my my opinion box office is like a popularity contest. Yeah, those, those numbers are usually skewed. You can have a movie that sucks, but people will watch it for uh, because of TikTok influencer like Megan. Megan, for example, you know. Yeah, kid, no, that's a good. That's a that's a perfect example of a movie where kids see it on TikTok. You have to change it from rated R to PG thirteen because now you got to cater to the kids who've seen it on TikTok, and they've made tons of money. I got the um, the 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 box office numbers up for last year, and like yeah, it is a popularity contest, and I think majority of these movies suck. But like, I don't know if you're doing an award, shouldn't that be like reflected? Well, so here's 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 the way I see it. Right, some movies are really good, and they'll never get the recognition they they deserve. You know, and then you have some movies. Like when the original Black Panther came out, it like blew up, but it was just more of a, it was a, the, the movie itself was okay. I mean, the casting was, I, I have my, my problems with, I think Michael B. Jordan ruined the movie, but that's neither here nor there, but people won't acknowledge that because, you know, you, you, you have a movie that did so well, people just won't, they won't criticize it, right? 
then you have movies like Candyman. They just popped the Candyman label on it, and they called it Candyman. But it's you know it wasn't a Candyman movie. We, we went through this already, right. you know. But that movie, I don't know if that movie did well in the box office. But that movie is an example. If it had done well, it's because it was Candyman. Like it wasn't because it was a good movie. It's just people went. You didn't you didn't have to like it. You just people went. So the movies that were nominated. I didn't, I didn't know at least 30% of them. Living, After Sun, uh, what's the other one? There was like one or two that I, I, I didn't get a chance to see. I didn't know them. I'll never get to see them. You know, maybe for, maybe for the better, maybe for the worse. I don't know. But those movies, they weren't advertised. Maybe they weren't popular enough. Maybe they were foreign films. Maybe they're just like artsy-fartsy films. And you'll hear me say artsy-fartsy a lot because I don't... I believe, uh, anyways, and I, I, I just, I just, I, I think when you look at when you look at that in, in in that sense, it's it's you don't know them. It's a shame for the movie because it could have been good. We don't know the movie itself could have been it could have been a, a home run, but as far as we know, it's just a nominated movie. Right. I was going to say, I think it's interesting when, I think it's interesting that we didn't know or hadn't heard of a lot of the movies that were nominated because we stay pretty on top of not just horror releases, but like movie releases in general. Mm -hmm. Like, Obviously we watch mainly horror movies, but like I'm checking the Cinemark app every week. So if I haven't seen it or I, if I haven't heard of it, that means it didn't get a Cinemark release, which not every movie does, but most big name movies do. And you would think if it's Oscar nominated. Yeah. Every theater would at least have it once. Right. Yeah. Like that's like my thing. I was like, and I do plan if, if one I haven't seen wins, uh, I'll plan on seeing it eventually. It's like, cause I'm looking at like Avatar was top grossing, then Top Gun, Jurassic World, Doctor Strange, Minions. And like, I saw Minions: The Rise of Gru, and it was terrible. Was it the good? worst of the Minion movies? I was gonna say because those, I don't know if I've seen the Minion movies, but the what are the original movies called? Despicable Me. Despicable Me is great. Yeah, Despicable Me. Those were and the sequels were really good movies. I haven't seen the Minion ones though. I feel like it should, in a way, be more reflective, and it kind of is because, like, now that I think about it, Top Gun got a nomination. And so did Avatar. So that's that. It kind of leads into the it kind of leads into the next thing that you mentioned of like should they be more reflective of popular movies? Because you talk about Avatar got nominated also, <laughs> but Avatar is one of those movies you just boop slap the label Avatar. It's been X amount of years since the movie came out. People have just been wanting to see it. It's usually a bunch of nerds. You have, you know, you have these movies. What what's the other one? Jurassic World. You said was box office. Yeah. Hit. Doctor Strange was a box office hit, but these these weren't amazing movies. These were like those movies were trash. Yeah, like I love like, Jurassic World. Well, yeah, but you're being biased though. Yeah, you might have. Loved I, I, it. You have to admit it wasn't a good movie. Never will. I yeah. love how they tied it in with one of the bad guys from the first one. I love the dinosaurs they brought in. They brought in some new dinosaurs. I think that they did a great job. You know, it could have been better. I'm not a big fan of like 
the clone woman, but I love a good raptor man relationship. That you only get in Jurassic World. Yeah. But the It would have been better if they kissed, but you know. Well, the the movie itself wasn't a good movie. I mean, I'll admit, I know you love it, so for you it was, but the movie wasn't good. Doctor Strange wasn't good. Avatar, let's be real, Avatar was a huge reach. You're talking a movie that was It was the same as the first. Right, right. It was too long, and it was literally the same movie, the same villain. It it just, it, it was like a longer part one. It was like part one junior. And you have other movies. So here's a good example. Right, we we were upset that Batman didn't get any kind of recognition. Yeah, the that came in great. seventh overall. Cinematography was great, and I mean the fact that you said it was top ten box office hit, but it got nothing, not even a wiggle. You know, it it didn't get anything. And then I, I over over time, I, I keep hearing you guys, and, and and I'm starting to agree more with it. Is you guys keep mentioning like. Mia Goth in, in X and Pearl. And the more I think about it, she was amazing in these in these roles. You know, but these movies, they're not going to get the recognition. They're not popular movies. They, they're just movies that have their own, I guess, fan base. But they're not... Like, X isn't a family movie. No. I have a take. All right. I would argue that her acting is not good. The take is hot. I'll admit I mean, I feel like Mia Goth, I mean, more power to her, but she's just, like, doing her own thing right now. And I feel like the last several movies she's been in, she's, like, being a character, but it's, like, her. Okay, so, okay. but So, I'll, I'll give the example. Johnny Depp is not a good actor. He's just not. If you think he is, you're wrong. He's been in a lot of good movies, but if you pay attention... He only ever has played one character in his life. And I see that pattern with Mia Goth. All right. Mia Goth or Ana de Armas? Not, I'm not a fan of either. No, but I'm saying if you had to choose. let's you say to, You have to choose. There's one more spot for a nomination. And you had to choose her and Blonde, her and X or oh, Pearl. Her and Blonde specifically? Yeah. Her and Blonde yeah. specifically. And Mia Goth wins. Okay. That's what I'm saying though. But that movie's not going to get nominated. Blonde was artsy fartsy, and you know how I feel about these kind of movies. Just like Elvis, Elvis so, might you know. Elvis was not an artsy movie. No, 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 no. But it it's just bad. Of, it's like a bias movie. My you know? point is also that I don't. Again, this might hurt you, but I don't think X and Pearl were good movies. I think they were camp. I think they appealed to a certain audience. I was happy to see them. I think they were fun, but it was really just. I, I don't think that the quality was there for me. The cinematography, not there. I don't think the acting was great. But is it better than Blonde? It is, but Blonde was the worst movie I saw this year. So. Right, right. But but that's that. But that's the point that we're trying to make is like these movies, they're not going to get a look. Nope's not going to get any kind of look. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying I don't think X and Pearl. Sh- no, I, no. I but... personally think it's a bad example because I don't think they're worthy of it. No, but you hate these movies, but yet they're better than Blonde. So shouldn't... They have gotten something, and that and 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 with that, um, yeah, because blonde was yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Well, no, I was would, she good in blonde? I would just 
I just don't think Blonde should have been nominated. Right, that's what I'm saying. But like, if you let's just say again, let's say Oscar's sitting down and he's like, "Damn, I got two more. I got two more people, and I got one more spot. Do I put Mia Goth for Pearl? That wasn't that good of a movie, or do I put Anna the Armas for Blonde?" which also wasn't a good movie. Do you flip a coin or do you say, well, Blonde is about Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe is is an icon. We can make money off this. There's a chance. You can't make money off of a cheesy, weird horror movie like Pearl or X. It's it's a little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a little gory. You know, so you can't, you can't make, there's no money in that. You know, so that movie's not, it's not popular. It's not, there's no money in it. But Blonde, on the other hand, there's tons of money in it. You got the old people who are like, oh my God, I remember when Marilyn Monroe was in this movie, whatever. I don't know. I guess she was an actress or something at one point in her life. And you have the younger people that are like, oh my God. Yeah, I'm like, my my sign is like so Marilyn Monroe, you know? Like, it's it's a thing. But no one's going to be like, oh, I feel like Pearl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's 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 kind of the thing that it's it it it's not reflective of and it doesn't even have to be a good movie, but it's not they don't get a fair shake. Well this might be a another hot take. Maybe, but uh I would I would have to go back and watch both. But I feel like there's an argument for blondes technically being a better movie than X or Pearl. Just talking from like a filmmaking standpoint, I hated the movie Blonde. I thought it was offensive and I try, you know, I don't, I'm not overly sensitive, but like, I'm upset that I watched that movie. I'm upset that that movie got made. That doesn't make it a bad movie. You know, you can talk about the casting and the cinematography. I think some of that maybe was deserving of a nomination I just think the the content, the subject matter of the movie was like not appropriate. But I feel like the writing potentially, some might say that it was better than the writing in Pearl, which was almost non-existent. Yeah, but this is but this we're talking best actress. In in this scenario, I, I get what you're saying because the, the story could the story could have been. Point out that again, I don't think Mia Goth is acting. Yeah, but can you look at Blonde and say? Well, oh. I would say I don't think her acting was great, but she was acting, whereas Mia Goth really isn't. So maybe it is better. I thought her acting was bad, but now you're telling me to choose between bad acting and no acting. Well, no, not necessarily choose. It's just if you look at a movie like that, a movie that will never get... Maybe that's a bad example. I don't know. Well, maybe that's a bad example to give to you, but you look at a movie like that, that's not going to get recognition no matter what. Even if yeah. it had great writing, even if it had, even if she was acting, even if she was, you know, doing something spectacular, you you won't get that. You won't. You just it just won't happen. And that's my opinion. I don't know. Then again, maybe Blonde is better than we think, and it's just us that doesn't like it. I just I thought it was goofy because I'm like, why does Marilyn Monroe have like a, a, a Spanish accent? You know, like why does she look like a Latina girl? Like, why does she look like Anna de Armas and not Marilyn Monroe? You know, so 
maybe that's just me because the movie's boring. I care nothing for her. I care nothing for Marilyn Monroe. I care nothing for the movie. So maybe that's why I went into it not caring. And then the movie just bored me. But again, you have the crowd that's, you know, I don't know, 80. I don't know how old she would be now. Maybe 100. I don't know. You have that crowd of old people and then old-ish people like in their 50s and 60s who remember maybe when she died or something when they were young. That's attracting them. Right. You know, so I don't think so. I don't think that movie, like, I don't think that movie was for anyone. Well, that, that I mean, that's fair, but I'm just getting into that. A theater release, whereas, like, I know Elvis played in Cinemark a lot, and it would always play at like in the afternoon when there were, were a lot of older people. I think I was the youngest person in the theater when I saw Elvis, but I'm not really sure what the the turnout for Blonde was like because it dropped on Netflix. Elvis is a Elvis is a, a interesting one. We'll get to Elvis because we're going to get into like best actor and stuff. But Elvis is an interesting movie because no, it's no, no. I mean, I mean, interesting in this in this conversation because yeah, there's just so many factors that go into like what makes something Oscar worthy, and there's going to be a lot of films on this list that I didn't like personally for certain reasons, but that doesn't make it a bad film vice versa but yeah like i i didn't like elvis either i thought it was goofy i thought tom hanks character was basically like the equivalent of jar jar binks and like <laughs> yeah. he was in a fat suit for no reason and was this silly goofy character that yeah. the movie really wasn't about elvis at all it kind of just followed like his manager who played that like goofy character yeah that that was weird it was more of like a caricature of this real man that existed and just a silly over the top performance, a very strange take from Tom Hanks. But uh, again, like when you look at like visually, the I thought the costumes were amazing. The acting, was good, the casting was good. Costumes alone, I think is worth a nomination for Elvis specifically. But that's an easy thing. I just I You're not wrong. It's it's incredibly easy, but is very seldom done. Probably go to Las Vegas and Yeah, like an Elvis co- a good Elvis costume. Name another like period piece that has as good of costumes or better. Kingdom not, the zombie show. Yeah. I haven't I don't know what you haven't seen Kingdom? It's a it's a I've never heard of I it. I think they're an ancient I'm so sorry for Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh, there you go. That's another one. You never seen Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? No. Um, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> but also, an Elvis costume is not impressive. You see, we see great ones all over the place. There's I was no sh- given the flops that we've seen when it comes to costumes and I'm someone that cares a lot about costuming and I just I as far as I'm concerned almost every movie gets it wrong blonde got it wrong again we have thousands upon thousands of photos of Marilyn Monroe and if you can't recreate an outfit from her it's kind of silly or if you have something that's from the wrong time period it's like not not good. So well, I, I personally, I was impressed by Elvis just because, yeah, I agree that it's very easy, especially when you're recreating 
And like I've been to look, I've been to Graceland. I, I wasn't blown away with the the depiction of Graceland. Like like it is like going to it. Two flexes and one. Yeah, that's a flex. Is the lack of horror justified in the Oscars? I think so. I would say overall, like historically, no. I don't think that there are always... I think it is going to be more rare that horror... Not more rare, but I think there's not going to be a ton of horror nominations. Obviously, if we were to sit down and have our own movie award show, I'm sure it would have a lot of horror in it. But I think, you know, horror is never going to dominate but I think it does get snubbed pretty frequently. So what about Crimes of the Future? Crimes of the Future. Should that have been nominated for anything? Probably. I mean, probably not. Like me, I, I thought that they did such a great job on certain aspects of that movie. Practical um, effects. Yeah, the practical effects. I love Crimes of the Future. But it's a horror movie. It'll never get... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's never going to get... Uh, and, and like, when was the last time a horror movie got like a serious nomination? It was probably like Get Out. But there are horror, like, there are a lot of horror movies that are so much more tame. Like, even for example, like All Quiet on the Western Front, that's like pretty horrific at sometimes. Like, it's pretty gory. It's a war movie. Yeah, I didn't think true. it was that gory. But they they don't call it. They don't drop the H bomb. Like, I personally feel that, I don't know, I think horror doesn't get a fair shake. There's a lot of good movies that are horror that could be considered action, that could be considered comedies. I mean, Nope. Nope didn't get nothing. You mean to tell me Nope couldn't get anything? Like, one thing? You know, like, this is what you run across. Angela Bassett got nominated for uh, Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I actually I enjoyed I, I enjoyed Wakanda Forever a lot more than I enjoyed the original Black Panther. Wakanda Forever was actually a pretty good movie. But with that being said, Angela Bassett, spoiler, she was only in one third of the movie, maybe one third of the movie. And she got a best supporting actress role. And in that one third of the movie, she wasn't really even doing anything. So you we'll, mean it's we'll, get, me, we'll get into that later though, because well, no, no. What what I'm get what I'm getting to is, it, it's kind of the same thing what we were talking about just now about blonde and uh, 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 X or Pearl or whatever, right? That's great for superhero movies. They never get nominated. They always get snubbed for everything. And sometimes some of them got some pretty decent acting. Some of them you can you can have cinematography. You can have something else, costume design, but they don't get anything. Maybe score, you know, but. Who doesn't get nominated for score? It's John Williams. It's uh, Hans Gruber or whatever the other guy's name is. It's the same. It's the same people. Hans Zimmer, I think is. I don't know. Whatever his name is, he's the same people. You know. And don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on any of that. And I'm not saying that like Nope should have gotten nominated, Crimes of the Future, or nothing like that. But these movies, at any moment, won't get nominated. Like the the lack of horror respect i personally feel is disrespectful okay i always thought they should just has, just have a last a best horror round like that is like best horror best action like kind of like how they do with other ones like with the music awards where it's like they have rock they've got metal they've got 
other genres like have a best like of the genre i think that would be a lot more fun as a viewer to the oscars yeah I, so i i thought of something where you you, you know you kind of create in a way you kind of create a category that would kind of fit that kind of like what you said like a best of horror best of comedy it doesn't have to be because yeah, a comedy doesn't get anything ever and like there's some great comedies and it doesn't have to be prestigious. It doesn't have to be like best actor worthy, best picture worthy. It could just be like, like let's be honest. No one gives a shit about best score. No one gives a shit about. I do. I, I do too. But I'm just saying in general, like it's there because it's there. You know what I'm saying? But like, let's be honest. People don't really care about it. They they want to know who won best picture. They want to know who won best actor, best actress. Even I mean, some can argue. Uh, best supporting people don't really care about that as much they just want to know best actor best actress best picture some people don't even tune in they just want to read that who won so if you did a category say best comedy of 2022 best horror best uh, romantic comedy you know like these are these are categories that would make it fun i don't know but that's just me because i'm a fan of all, all the best action um, you know, best one-liner that that'll never happen. But not to get too off-topic, because I, I I will rant and keep ranting, and I'm sorry if I've been ranting too long. But animated shorts, we did go see these together. We did. Yeah. So I have my grading system for them, but I want to hear what you guys have to th- say and think and everything else. Shorts are interesting. The Oscars in general are also interesting because I I don't think it's like a it's not like a rating system for the people because the average person is not seeing these shorts. I never would have seen any of them had they not been nominated and shown all together True. at the theater. I do think we need to to change that. Yeah, like where where do you even find shorts? Like what is how do Walmart. they even work? <laughs> Sorry. I, 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 I dream I would like to have and this is a ter- this is a terrible idea, but you would you would see a short like with a movie. So no, it would be like that's a good idea. It would be like you got some previews, then you got like a short, then a movie. No, I, I agree with that because I don't know how else logistically it would work, like so when I when I went to Canada this this summer, well last summer, we went to the drive-in, and the way they do it at the drive-in is they'll play a short before a movie. It's usually like a Canadian kind of short, or sometimes sometimes they'll play like an actual short, but they'll play a short before a movie, and then they'll play the movie or in between the movie. And I think that's something that instead of trailers, you could play a short. You know, you do your popcorn. And remember, they used to have the, I think this was Regal Cinema, but they used to have the roller coaster and you're looping through the popcorn, you're looping through the soda, and then M&M. That was, um, yeah, Regal. That was, yeah, I think that was Regal Cinema. You know, you could still have that little goofy stuff to nothing more cinematic than seeing it on a big screen. You can have that, but then play it short. And then play nothing more cinematic than seeing it in Cinemark. And then play the movie, like something like that would, would be great because the the shorts we saw, I'm not gonna lie, they were they were really good. 
I, I genuinely liked them. Man, maybe one or two were kind of silly, but I genuinely liked them. I I do have I do have notes because I did I was the only one that took notes in the dark. So if you guys don't mind, I will read you the notes word for word that I took in the dark. Go ahead. You ready, Pat? Yeah. All right. So an ostrich told me the world was fake, and I believe it. That was the first movie. Uh, these were my notes. Office basics, funny, interesting, matrix-like, matrix-like in feel, what's real and what's not, animation fighting reality, stop motion, animation grade, uh, 7.5 out of 10, story, 8 out of 10, made Reek laugh, 8.5 out of 10, a total of 8 out of 10. And if you do the math, it literally comes up to 8 out of 10, which that's a flex, but it just happened to come out to the numbers I added. Anyways. The Flying Sailor, 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 Sailor. You said a flying. Okay, the Flying Sailor, the Sailor blow, Sailor blows up. His whole life flashes before his eyes. For some reason, his clothes flies off, and he's going through a series of weird thoughts. Charlie Mayer's real story, beautifully animated, eight out of ten for animation, five point five for story. May Greek giggle, seven point five. 7 out of 10, and then I put mainly because based off true story. Ice Merchants. Beautifully hand-drawn story about a father and his son. Ice Merchants, the job the father held, was a very interesting idea, and the way they depicted it was also fascinating. The foreshadow of the hats, the hint of loss, and a beautiful emotional ending tied the story together. Bravo. I wrote that when the light came on. I'm not going to pretend like I wrote that in the dark. (laughs) I wrote that when the light came on. Animation, 9 out of 10. I thought the hand drawing was beautiful. Uh, There was not much to it. And, you know, awesome. Story, 9.5. Made Reek think of his dad, 10.10. Total, 9.5. That is the number one, if anybody's wondering, out of the five. The boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. A boy and a mole, then a fox, then a horse, very simple and goofy. The boy's very privileged. Oh, a kid actually wrote this. Dot, dot, dot. Makes sense. Animation, 9 out of 10. I thought it was beautifully animated. I won't take that away from that movie. Story, 7 out of 10. It was kind of cute, I guess. Uh, the message for kids, a 10 out of 10. But the message in reality was a 3 out of 10. And it came up to a 7. Well, because I added 4, it came up to a 7.25. But it would have been a 7. And then... One that caught me off guard, uh, my year of dicks. And my notes were, chapter one, she's so fucking rad. Chapter two, her friend's so fucking rad. Chapter three, she dated a gay dude. Chapter four, 90s was the decade of the teenager. Chapter five, 10 out of 10 times infinity featuring the dad. Animation was an 8.5 out of 10. Story was a 9 out of 10. And made Reek want to be a teenager again in the 90s. Well, no, sorry. Made me want to be a teenager in the 90s. 9 out of 10 for 9 out of 10, which was the second best I saw. That were the notes that I wrote in the dark inside of the movies while we were watching them. So what's your ranking in order? So, okay. If I, and I did rank them. Uh, They are in my handy dandy book. So give me a second. All right. You ready? Uh, wow. Okay. 
Ice Merchant, My Year of Dicks, Ostrich Office, Flying Sailor, Boy, Mole, Fox, Horse. Those are my rankings. So basically, the boy, the mole, the fox, the horse was probably the worst out of the five. It was, I will go as far as say, is it probably a waste of time? Although it was cute if you are three years old or five. I think I, I think once you hit six, you think the movie's kind of silly. Ice Merchants, I, I think Pat was telling me it was the director drew it, did the score, did the story. Like the director did everything for that movie, which I would have, had I known that when I was writing that in the theater, I would have given it a 10. But I didn't know it in the theater, so I was just being true to what I wrote down in my book. Was definitely my favorite. Ice Merchants was definitely the best, I think. I just thought my year of dicks was hilarious. And I also wish I had a friend like hers. He knew she was doing a lot of dumb shit and he was still there. So, like, my year of dicks reminded me of being a kid. You know, you do a bunch of dumb shit and then your friends are kind of like, well, it's okay, man. You seem like a pretty good dude. And yeah, the rest were just whatever. Honestly, I, I I would say those two, and then I don't really care about the rest, the other three. I don't know how you guys feel about that at all. So my my top was also Ice Merchants. I think that one was my favorite, and I don't really, I have basically no critiques on that. I thought Ice Merchants was perfect. I loved the story. I think it was such a complete and whole story. I don't remember. I don't know exactly how long it was, but I feel like it, it really worked as a short. It couldn't have been any longer. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of other shorts seem like snippets and pieces. Like it really was full story, beginning, middle, and end. It felt like a full movie. Yeah, it, it really mm-hmm. did. And I just, the writing was just great. I would say that, what is it? The boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. That was, that was the worst for me. I, yeah, hands I down. Think it's, I think it's getting a lot of credit for the cute factor of the fact that a child wrote it but at the end of the day it just didn't do anything for me i could tell a kid wrote it just by watching it before i was even told wait did a kid actually write it yeah i thought you told me that you told us that That was a joke because a kid like it was written like a kid wrote it i thought you were being serious no 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 i was joking i've never been serious a day in my life Pat, so you mean I literally wrote, oh, <laughs> a kid actually wrote this dot, 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 makes sense? Wait, can we confirm? In the dark? You made me write that in you the mean, dark, man. I didn't make you write in the dark. I never made, I've never made a person write in my life. You said, um, you said a kid did this, and I'm like. fact checking it. What was that? Right. I was just joking because it was stupid. Oh, well, it's based on a book. Hold on. Based on a book. The plot thickens. I hate it even more now. All right. No, yeah. I think like a grown-ass person made it. Then it's even worse. Mr. Seuss. Yeah. It, he's, he didn't get his doctorates. Charlie Maxey. Up oh, just sounds like an idiot. Charlie Kelly. So while you're looking that up, my prediction is Ice Merchant should win. Ice Merchant might lose to Boy Bowl Fox Horse. That's my if prediction. If an adult wrote that, I'm sorry. Hold on. What was the name of it? The boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. It's based on a best-selling book, which I'm. The book was probably trash. Just a selling book. It. I'm telling you, man. It. It had one of. So for for people that are listening, if you wanna, 
it, so this is why we're outraged because one because Pat told us this was written by a kid, so we kind of accepted it and and said, okay, well that's a cute thing for kids to say. But okay, so the the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse for everyone that's listening, it's basically a boy is lost in the middle of the woods. And if there's a snowstorm, a mole comes out. He's like, what's up, man? I want some cake. And cute, you know, kind of funny little dialogue between him. But the boy keeps saying things like, I want to find a home. And it's, and and throughout the, then they stumble across a fox. And he's like, oh, no, a fox. So scary. They help the fox and the fox becomes friends. And then they stumble across a horse. And then somehow... Throughout the whole time, he just keeps telling the people, I just want to find family. And the horse is like, if you believe in yourself, you are family or some stupid shit like that. Well, and it was just one of those like weird motivational things you tell a two-year-old kid, like a fairy tale that you tell a two-year-old that by the time they're three, they're like, that is impossible. And there's more to it. Eventually, the horse ends up being a Pegasus somehow. Uh, they find a house and the kids just like, I don't want to go into a warm house. I'd rather sit outside and not eat and chill out here with a bunch of animals. And then they all hug each other and die of hypothermia and starvation. It was really frustrating to watch. I would say it was really dumb. Also, instead of like, people could literally just watch it on Apple. You can also, if you want to be outraged and see how stupid it is, just type on YouTube it. You can see like 10-second clips of the motivational speaking. It's horrible. Also, it's it was produced by Apple. So Idris Elba's in it. Tom Hollander's in it. You've got big name. And it's it's terrible. It was also directed by an adult and written by an adult. So mm. That's really strange. Just the way it was so like fragmented. And, and it sounds like little phrases that like a, a small child would say and there was no real story it was just bits of dialogue that didn't really string together nah he was drunk <laughs> that dude was under the influence if anything loses to boy mo fox horse then it's a snub if that wins all four were snub then we riot then we riot it- and then we throw all our apple products in the whoa yeah no okay <laughs> Maybe I'm not that outraged. Well, no, I was going to say, like, with the shorts, any one of them could win, and I'd be fine, but that one. Like, yeah, Ice Merchant should win. I, 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 I would be upset if, like, the Sailor won. The Flying I'd Sailor. be fine with that. That was, a, you know, that was a cute story. It was well done. It was bland, um, though. What? Yeah, I, I would say it was solid, but at the same time, it was nothing special. Yeah, it was not, but it was still way, like... You know, good for the good for them. You know, this was it was based on a true story. Some guy flew two miles in the sky. Like, yeah, but we also talked about that man back in that time, nineteen seventeen. Like, he probably flew like twenty five inches, but it probably felt like two miles because he probably had concussions from working in a sawmill or something. Back in the day, they 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 mined coal. This dude's probably all jacked up. He was a sailor. All right, but sailors, they got to be in a boat on the bottom of... you never seen Titanic, man. They have them on the bottom of the boat shoveling coal. I like... You You keep saying this guy was a... I think he was literally just a, a sailor. And we'll, we'll look into it later. Anyways, 
Let's move on to animated pictures because I will be furious if the flying sailor or if boy mole fox horse wins. All right, Julia, um, which animated pictures did you think? What do you you think? So I think I only saw two. I saw Pinocchio and I saw part of Sea Beast, which I think they were both pretty, they're both up there. I don't remember what were all the... Turning Red? Did you see Turning Red? I did see Turning Red. Okay. So this this goes back to I I struggle with understanding like how the Oscars work I guess because I keep thinking like is it best animated picture or best animation in a picture I don't know or is, is it, it both is it like best picture that happens to be animated or best animation which one is it I don't know I I truly that's, don't know that's like the argument well that's no I think there's a legitimate. Yeah, but like, all right. So for you, what do you th- like? What do you think it should be? Well, I, off the top of my head, tend to keep thinking of it as best animation, but then I have to remind myself that that's not the case. We're talking about best overall film in the animation category. This is how I is see it. It's the best animated film. So animated and also story. Yes, I think it has to be both. Like. It should be it should be like fun. It should be like a good story, a fun story, but also it should be like well animated. Like there's a reason why Puss in Boots got nominated and not Minions. And Minions did better in the box office. So Puss in Boots, the story of Puss in Boots is actually really good. The story of Puss in Boots, it's literally he's on his last life. He's a cat on his ninth life and he's scared of dying you know so like i me as an adult as a grown man i was like i have to see this movie i i just thought that concept of one to me is hilarious that there's a a mexican sword fighting cat on its ninth life like i thought that was hilarious i'm like this has to be a comedy but the story, I mean, it was. Well, yeah, well, it was. But it, you're right. It, it had to be a comedy because it was a comedy. It, the story, though, you have the all like you have everything that goes into a story like that. It's good for it's good for parents and it's good for children. Now, the one that we the one that we had trouble with, and I think it's the one that's probably going to win. But the one that we had trouble with was Marcel the Shell, because Marcel the Shell is we talked about this already and we kind of got into a discussion about is it animated is it not animated and i think i made the stupid point but it's actually pretty smart but i made the point it's all live action except for marcel and his grandma right but so star wars no no there were like 200 shells but star wars and nominated for best animated picture no no but that's what i'm saying like so was star wars like you think of the Empire yeah, Strikes Back, I'm, that was all stop I'm motion. I'm just saying Marcel the Shell may not belong in the animation category. Right. No. Well, that's kind of where I was going with this. Is like Marcel the Shell. I had a tr- I had trouble when you brought it up. Like it's it's animated in the theory that there is some sort of animation, but the movie itself is not an it's not animated. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it is, but it isn't. I, I don't know. I, I'm not gonna like. Yeah, I guess what what percentage of a movie has to be animated for it to be? Animated? And it's not even it's not even fifty percent. Yeah. You 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 would twenty percent max of the movies animated. It's just literally two characters, 
and then at the end they throw in a bunch of other shells and stuff but that's I'm, literally two minutes of the movie i guess it's like a cop-out he, he is the main character and the focus of the film but is it a cop-out to not animate the whole other the whole rest so no i don't i don't think it is because i don't think that's the effect that they wanted Right, right. But what I'm saying is, so Pinocchio is beautifully animated. Story sucks. Beautifully animated. Yeah. Pinocchio is high-level animation. That movie was beautifully, aesthetically, it was beautiful. But it was but, terrible. But the story sucks. What, the animation? The animation was good. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> the story was so bad, like, it takes it out of contention. Like, that's why, it should, for me, it shouldn't win. Like, I wouldn't be mad if Marcel won. No, neither would I. I, I actually liked I like. I love that movie. That movie was great. I had Marcel the Shell and Puss in Boots tied 9 out of 10. And then I had Sea Beast and Turning Red tied 8 out of 10. I yeah, heard, and they were I, both really good. I truly enjoyed... I truly enjoyed four of the five animated movies. I don't care if any of them win. I will be okay. I have a personal bias with Turning Red because I actually saw the... I saw the Red Panda... And uh, when I went to the CN Tower, I they had like the red panda, so I got to see it. But other than that, I mean, honestly, any of those four CB, well, I don't know CBs. I like CBs a lot. I wouldn't CBs put it up lag, with, like, I wouldn't put it with Marcel the Shell though. I think I, Marcel the Shell. I didn't get to watch all of Beast, but I did get to see the animation, and I would say I was very happy with like the variety of character yeah. design. Like mm-hmm. that was impressive. Yeah, I was just gonna say that I liked the the character design. And that the coloration of it, it looked, it was a, you know, pleasing movie to watch. Story wise, it was all right. It was simple. It was fun. Good for a kid. I think it's crazy that you got like Sea Beast and Pinocchio didn't, you know, they were in on streaming. Then like Mar- Mar- Marcel, the shell, like Marcel and Puss in Boots were, and Turning Red were theatrical releases. Marcel was a lot s- smaller theatrical release than the other two. Um, Wait, was Turning Red in theaters? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I'm pretty sure, right? I don't it know. had to have been. It might have been. I know it was Disney, straight up Disney, but it might have been. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. I'll tell you what, though. I have some snubs, if you guys want to hear my snub. Yeah. Though. Yeah, because yeah, there's a lot. The obvious flopped in the box office. Beavis and Butthead, Bob's Burgers. Those were the obvious snubs. Whoa. Okay. Here's the one that I think flew under the radar, and a lot of people... On acknowledging it, the bad guys. That movie, yes, that was actually good. Yeah, that movie is it is not getting the respect it deserves. The bad guy, the story of the bad guy, the animation of the bad guys, the characters in the bad guys, just the the humor in the bad guys reaching both a young audience and an old audience. The writing, like this movie was, man, this movie was hands down. Such a good movie, like it's hands down my biggest snub. I I just um, put I out, agree that that could have been nominated. Yeah, I put Beavis yeah. and Butthead just biasness and Bob's Burger only because I well, like I like I love the one I love the Beavis and Butthead um animation style. Yeah, I love that. Like and, and like it is you know wholesome because like I grew up with Beavis and Butthead, so when I see that it is good and it is really good to me. But bad guys that brings up like a really interesting point because. You know, I was like reading all these articles and like Forbes had one out earlier and Bad Guys was the centerpiece of it. That like animation, you know, like is there a future for animation in the box office? You know, like they're earning less money 
and all the ones that are, are gaining money and are being like super profitable, like Turning Red, bombed. Uh, bad Guys, bombed. You know, Minions 5 was very successful. Puts in Boots 3, super successful. So, like, you know, the, the, the argument is, like, is there a future for original and eventually animation? Or is it going to be, like, straight to streaming releases? Because, like, Sea Beast, Pinocchio, Netflix releases. Yeah. Turning Red, Disney. Oh, no. Turning Red was in theaters. It, it bombed. And then it went to Disney Plus and everyone loved it. Right, but that's but that's but that's what I'm saying. Like it 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 went to Disney Plus, and people are like, I'd rather just watch that at the comfort of my home. Yeah, right. I don't think like theater releases are a reliable like gauge of how well movies are doing. But that's but yeah. that is, that is a good point that Pat made. Like, is it? I don't know yeah. if there's a future for box office really box office. Um, well, not box office. I don't think there's a future for animation when it comes to the box office or when it comes to theater releases because i mean let's be honest you're taking your kids right it's basically like an adult isn't going to see the cbs it, it's a good movie adults can see it but adult an adult's not going to go see cbs an adult's not watching turning red an adult's not watching puss in boots an adult might watch marcel the shell which that's why i think that one might win because i feel like that's a movie that an adult and or a child could go to it and or a pet. Well, I would say adults would watch a lot of the other animated films. They just wouldn't go out for it. Yeah, that's, what, I'm, that, that, that's yeah. what I meant. Like they won't watch those. They won't go to the theater to watch those. They'll like I saw Turning Red because I saw it, it just kept getting advertised on Disney Plus. And when I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, cool. I have a friend in in the Toronto area. This takes place there. It's like when a movie takes place in Philly, I get really excited and I really want to watch that movie because I'm like, oh, cool, it takes place here. So, you know, I saw it and I stuck to it because of that. And then there was other things that I like, like I really like Turning Red. But then I saw Sea Beast with Pat, you know, two grown men watching Sea Beast. I wouldn't watch Sea Beast in the theaters. I wouldn't waste $5 to watch Sea Beast in the theaters. But I really enjoyed Sea Beast, like in the comfort of my home. We even ordered food, I think, and I think that was the day the food didn't come, and not that that it came eventually. Yeah, not that that means anything, but so these these movies, I don't I don't think you can like I don't think you can put these movies inside of say in the middle of like May when Marvel's dropping a movie, and then say Marvel's gonna drop a movie, say some big action star like a John Wick movie or something is coming out. And then you try to throw an animation, nah, I'm just going to watch it at home. You know, because i got other stuff to watch in the theaters, other bigger movies. So that's interesting, Pat. And, and like, it's really not pulling, like, and, and like, we don't have kids. We we work with families, though, and, you know, they're not bringing their kids to see original releases. I think it's so much easier to... Just throw on, you know, like, all right, they already know these characters, whatever. It's just easier to watch. So, yeah, like, if they make another Minions movie or they make another, you know, Frozen or make another whatever, it will do well. It will continue to do well. But, like, as for something totally new and original, like Turning Red or, you know, they use, Encanto was brought up because that's a similar fate and Sea Beast and other ones, like, 
yeah, like maybe that's that's the way of animation for better or for worse. Because I, I love animation, so I hope they continue to pump out original stories. And you can. That's the that's the crazy thing is you definitely can. But are people going to go to the movies and watch it? That's that's I would usually say no. In general, people don't take their children to the theater, which I don't blame them because yeah, almost fifteen dollars a ticket. You're talking two parents and a child. That's already forty five dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the kid wants something to eat. So you're either taking them out to get something to eat, or you're buying them something. You got to buy snacks. Maybe you smuggle. You snuggle. You like smuggle in snacks. It's a whole thing. Pretty old before they can even sit through a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would argue that like a lot of kids, even under ten, it's rough. But especially under five, like, they got to pee yeah. all the time. And then like we yeah, always, no, a kid shit his pants. <laughs> yeah, what movie was that? It <laughs> happened twice. I think, I think it was, was Jurassic year. World. No, it was both. It was both. Jurassic World was the one where the kid shit himself and they left right away. And Lightyear was the one where the kid shit himself and they like stayed for half the movie because the kid was like, I just like didn't acknowledge it. He was trying to write it out. (laughs) Yeah, he was like, he was trying to push it back up or whatever. I don't know. Trying to keep on trucking. I mean, well, to be fair, like if you tell your parents you shit your pants in the movie... That kid probably won't see another movie again until he's no. an adult. Mm-hmm. His parents are never taking him to the movies again. And they, they should. So if you're the mom whose kids shit in their pants, hit us up. <laughs> the $5 movie club at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. Any of them. Yeah. like We have questions. Yeah. What are the questions? Well, like, how do you react to your kid shit in it? How do you react? Because one of the movies was like a Wednesday. We didn't even go. That was Jurassic um, World. So you're talking two people. You paid at least twenty dollars. We'll say, give or take. You paid at least because it was like three D. So you paid about three D. Paid about twenty dollars. Then you paid for popcorn and like a soda or something. So you paid another ten, fifteen dollars. Now you're looking at like thirty five dollars. You walk into the movie. You don't even see Chris Pratt lift his hands up, and then he just shit himself. So how do you react yeah, to was, like that? I'm telling you, that kid probably will not go to the theater again do for you, years. Do you take one of those like plastic toilet things and make your you know make your son sit in it? He said, "Mom, can we go see Puss in Boots?" She said, "Hell no." She Remember said, "Remember what happened?" No. Well, you're gonna be afraid of the the, the cat. Sit down and watch Netflix. Yeah. Shit your yeah. pants. On the toilet. Shit your pants where it's free. Yeah. So if you are the mom. Shit your pants where it's free. If you are the mom and you're listening, the $5 movie club at gmail.com, please. I have a list, lot of questions to ask. I have a lot too, because in the the kid in Jurassic World, that mom was so, as soon as he said, Mama had an accident, she was like, were leaving, but you could feel the disgust as she was walking out the door. Her face just dropped. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I, I need to know, do you have a talk with your kid and say, you know, it's okay. Don't feel too bad. Or do you say, hey, you know, next time, how about you go to the bathroom before? Because I just spent $40 and we literally just left and you didn't even take the popcorn. She just walked out, left the popcorn. I'm surprised Pat didn't take it and eat it himself. I was thinking about it. I hope that kid's okay. And I hope his mom wasn't too mad. Yeah, well, that's what, you know, I mean. It, She's it over it by now. It's been like six months. 
I hope she's well, over it. Like I said, I don't. If he asked to see Puss in Boots, I don't think she took him. No. So, mom, again, if you're listening, I feel like that's a rare treat as a child anyway to go to the movies. at us. She probably spent at least sixty bucks to get in there, and she's just like, you know what? This isn't for us. We'll stick to Netflix. And I'll get Disney Plus. <laughs> and again, like I said, shit where it's free. Shit your pants on my dollar. Moving on, I guess, because we have best actor, best actress, best supporting, best picture. Yeah, and I think those kind of all fit in. They all flow together. together. I I I have the list. If you guys want, I'll, I'll run through the list because I uh, have it somewhere. Okay, so do you want me to go through best actor and then you got and then we just kind of go through it? Yeah, give us a picture. All right, best actor. In a motion picture, Austin Butler and Elvis, Colin Farrell and the Banshees of Ed Sheeran, Brandon Fraser in The Well, Paul Mescal, not to be confused with pa- Pedro Pascal, <laughs> and After Sun, and I do not know, I think his name is Bill Nye. Uh, in Living, not Bill Nye, the science guy. It's it's like a British man. He's he, if I'm not mistaken, it's the same British man that was in the Underworld movies. He played Victor, I think his name was, a vampire. But anyways, I'm pretty sure none of you saw After Sun and Living because I didn't see it. I'm pretty sure you guys see it. So zero, zero, only because we didn't see it. Tough luck. You should have been streaming or you should have been in theaters. And if you were in theaters, I'm sorry, but you should have told me you were in theaters so we could all go see you. What do you guys think about Austin Butler? Boo. So is it two is it three thumbs down? It's a thumb down for me. I would me. say out of I don't think his acting was bad. I think it was decent. I didn't like the movie, but I'm his acting was good. Okay, so good. all right. So is it a thumbs up or a thumbs down? We'll, we'll we'll go first thumbs up or thumbs down on their acting. Thumbs up. Thumbs up, Pat. You saying thumbs down? Uh, yeah. Okay. So I was I just like I've again. I've been to Graceland. I've I've been to Vegas. I've I've seen uh, Elvis impersonators. You haven't met Elvis. I haven't met Elvis, but I've met impersonators. I met. I've seen footage. So you're mad because Austin Butler you didn't met. act like the Elvis impersonators that you've seen. That's what you're saying right now. You met. No, Elvis. no. I'm just mad because it. You know, it just didn't feel. I I didn't feel anything. I was just watching this movie. And like I, I didn't have any any like emotional response. So thumbs but, down. But would you have an emotional response to Elvis if he was good enough? So okay, <laughs> I gave him a three. So I guess technically, out of ten, I would say thumbs down. But to be fair, because I do, I I do like to be fair all the time. To be fair, I don't know what who Elvis is, and I didn't really know who he was. So it's really hard for me to be like, he looks like Elvis, he acts like Elvis, he sings like Elvis. Because I truly I truly didn't know. So to be fair, I gave him a three because I just, whatever. So that's that. Julia, you didn't see the Banshees of Ed Sheeran. No. Okay, so just Colin Farrell in general, thumbs up or thumbs down? He played the Penguin also this year. Yeah, but we You could not... use that as a reference. We can't though. You can. Uh, yeah, you else you can. Because for that, I would have to say thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up for me, too. 
Thumbs okay. up. He was actually real. I thought he was really good. In, and so uh, in the Banshees of Ed, Ed Sheeran, he was actually he was really good. I, I gave him an eight. I, I personally thought I personally I, so that movie made me think. Damn man, I need some fucking friends. So that hit me. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Brendan Fraser uh, in the well. That's a tough one. Is it really? Uh, yeah, I guess thumbs up. Wait, but it, is it really a hard one, or are you just being like funny? No. If I was being funny, you'd be laughing. I want to laugh, <laughs> but I don't know if you're being serious. I don't want you to get offended. <laughs> Julia, you you you've told like four jokes, and that wasn't one of them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so, you, so your thumbs up though. Yeah, thumbs up. I'll take it as. I'll give it to him. We'll come back to this. I okay. get Pat. I I say thumbs up, Pat. Man, is that a question? Two thumbs up. I thought he was fantastic. Can you explain to me, please, Julia? Because I truly care about your mental health, and I truly <laughs> care about your well being and and your. Thoughts. But if you if you don't answer this right, he, we will stop caring about that. <laughs> <laughs> I just I think it was a good film. I I didn't like it personally. I'll start with that. Okay. I'm sorry, hot take. I didn't care for the movie personally. I agree it's a good movie. It deserves a nomination. It's a very good film. It wasn't my taste. No pun intended. <laughs> right. His character, I'm not really sure. I feel like Was it not convincing to you? Certain, or... certain parts were, but other parts where he gets really emotional, I just wasn't sure. If it felt genuine, but looking back, I would say overall the acting was good. Was the acting better than Austin Butler Elvis to you? Um, we'll care about you whether you say yes or no. We'll still care about you as a human. It's hard to say just because I felt like so much of, and I don't want to downplay like his performance, but I feel like so much of what Brendan Fraser did was easy and then there were just certain scenes where he had to pull out the emotion. But like, and I can imagine like acting in, in that suit and the makeup was hard too. But it was just, a lot of it was just him like eating, him walking around. Whereas Austin Butler did a pretty decent job of recreating like a living person. Well, Pat would know he's been to Graceland. Pat, do you have any Graceland related information that would support wanna... yeah that would support julia's claim no <laughs> because he hasn't met elvis <laughs> i've seen bubba hotep which is bruce campbell as elvis yeah and i've seen forrest gump which is basically tom hanks ding 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 uh showing elvis his moves which that made me also think i i just when i was watching elvis i also thought this is fucking Forrest Gump. This is just an old Forrest Gump. Because why would you be in both movies? Who, Tom Hanks? I'm confused. Yeah, remember? So you think Elvis is this is like the sequel, prequel to, to Forrest, Forrest Gump? In my heart, yes. You think he, he, I think he ages like 50 years and then comes back and meets Elvis a second time yeah. in Elvis's lifetime? Yeah. Okay. That's a great story. Then that makes me like Elvis a lot more. But best supporting best supporting actor. We'll stick with actor. Best supporting yeah. actor. You had Brandon Gleason, the Banshees of Ed Sheeran. 
You didn't see it, Julia, but based off of his last name, thumbs up or thumbs down? Thumbs down. I don't know. Also, you you told me that it is pronounced Ed Sheeran. <laughs> it's like Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Okay, Sheeran. I don't believe you. It's Ed Sheeran. It's not, but like it's easier oh. just to say Ed Sheeran. Mm-hmm. He's basic. He's not from England or Ireland, but he's Ed close. Sheeran. It's very easy to say. Pat stuck Ed Sheeran in my head. I'll say it. Yeah, because I kept saying it when we, because that's, I, 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 I struggle. Okay. The Banshees of Inchirin. I would give him, I gave him a six. So I give him a thumbs up. He was, it wasn't the best performance. Yeah, was, he was good. He was good. Then we'll move on. Barry Kyogan, I guess that's his name. I don't know how to pronounce it. Also, Banshees of Inchirin. I gave him a four, so thumbs down. He wasn't even in it, right? That was the guy that was like barely in it. That was the friend. That was the, oh, the little boy. The little boy, remember? Yeah, the little boy. He wasn't in as that much. Yeah, well, he was like probably like eighteen, but he's a little boy. Yeah. Brian Tyree Henry Causeway. I give him a thumbs up. He was but, good. Well, I gave him a thumbs up. I mean, I gave him a seven. I, you know, I thought he was probably. I thought he was probably the second best in his list. That's right. Okay, so here here's one. Brian Tyree Henry, Bullet Train. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. That is that is a great performance. Thumbs up. Oh, that's him in Causeway. So uh-huh. I didn't, I didn't know. Well, I don't, I don't think you've seen any of these because uh, Everything Everywhere. Let me see if I can pronounce his name right. Ki Ki Kwan, I think, is his name. I think that's how you pronounce his name. I am so sorry if that's not how you pronounce his name, but I think that's how you pronounce his name. I give him, I give him mine and Julia's thumbs up, and I'm give him Pat's thumbs yeah. up too. I'm not even going to ask oh. that question. I, no, I, yeah, you you know where I stand on that. It's all three thumbs up. I so Julia, when you do see that movie, and I watch it with you too. Like you know, whenever whenever you want to watch, it, I'll watch it with you. But when you see that movie, I don't know. You might not like it either, but. His performance, if you just see it as just like his performance. I genuinely meant to watch it today. And then yeah, no, we, we, we got distracted. It's okay. But his performance in that movie is truly, and, I, and I'm not saying it because I like the movie and I'm not saying it because of other, but his performance in that movie was truly phenomenal. He was funny. He was relatable. He was, hell, he was convincing. Like, I yeah, no. You don't even know if he was acting or not. That's the thing. Like you have no clue if he was acting or not. And the most then, emotion I've felt yeah. in from a, from you know like Brendan Fraser, the will you know he 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 conveyed emotion, but also like the, the, he did too as well. And watching everything everywhere, that was like the closest. Like you felt the emotion um, that he was conveying. And, Kwi Kwan, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Kwi yeah. Kwan. Okay. His supporting actor role, in my opinion, is better than any best actor that was nominated. Okay. That's 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 just my 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 opinion. I think him as a supporting actor was better than any of the five best pic- best best actors. So you might see it, you might be like, okay, he was good, but not that good. But honestly, maybe I have to watch the movie again. Maybe I'm still in the puppy love stage. Definitely thumbs up. I'm not even going to ask that question. Thumbs up. 
he was great. Best actress. Now, this did you see Tar? No. Okay, you're not missing anything. But there was Tar, Kate Blanchett, Anna de Armas, Blonde, Andrea Riseborough to Leslie. Didn't watch that movie. Not streaming. Michelle Williams, The Fableman. I don't care about books. And Michelle Yeoh, Everything Everywhere, All at Once. Kate Blanchett. Although the movie I thought was stupid, I give it a thumbs up. I honestly think she was magnificent in her role. I wouldn't say she was spectacular. I would just say magnificent. She was convincing, and I think she fit that role. It wasn't the best. She was kind of boring, but it was convincing. So, I don't know. Pat, thumbs up, thumbs down. Kate Blanchett. Agreed. Not my favorite movie but hands down she did a really good job definitely deserves to be up there yeah thumbs mm-hmm. up she definitely deserves best actress nomin- oh i'm sorry Julia. but that kick you i'm sorry right. i'm so sorry we already know the answer to blonde thumbs down or did or did you have a different opinion about her acting in blonde no or? i don't think it was good thumbs down okay thumbs okay down. Thumbs down. We didn't see the next ones. And then Michelle Yo, I can answer that for Pat. Thumbs up. Thumbs Thank up. Thank you. It's no question. She so here's here's okay, so here's my opinion though. I don't know if Michelle Yo was better than Kate Blanchett. I I, I have It's her really higher. close. I have her higher, but honestly, I think Oh my god, I can't I'm I have a hard time pronouncing him. K K Wee Kwan. I honestly think his role was so good that it makes Michelle Yeoh's role not as good. Not as good as not as good. Not I want to say not as good. I I I would say not as spectacular as his. You know what I'm saying? If, if that makes sense. Yeah, but definitely she was. I I feel she was definitely. A tad bit better than Kate Blanchett. Her her role was a little bit better. I loved her character so. Like the thing is, and uh, this is incredibly biased. I love Michelle Yeoh's character so much more than Kate Blanchett's character. So I'm I'm gonna be like, it's not even close. Well, no, I lo- I love their character too in the movie more yeah. than 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 in Tar. And I mean, the movie itself was way better than Tar, but the character itself was. The character itself was also better than Caitlin Tarr, whatever her name was. This was the juggernaut. Best Supporting Actress. This one, I feel, was the hardest for me to rank. It was Angela Bassett, Wakanda Forever, thumbs down. Um, not because her. She's a great actress. It's just, she was in one third. of like, She wasn't even in the movie, basically. There were so many other... Supporting actresses, literally three of them off the top of my head that could have been nominated, but they nominated her. So thumbs down, but I did like that movie. Surprisingly did like that movie a lot more than I thought I would. The Well, Hong Chow, I think is how you pronounce her name. The mm-hmm. Nurse from the Well, thumbs up. Yeah, I think thumbs up. I would vote her for Best Supporting Actress. Yeah, I think. She might be role, in the best friend, too. Oh, she's definitely best friend, man. She won that fucking, you know, she's definitely best friend. Carrie Condon, she was the sister in The Banshees of Insurance. 
I liked she's her. She's a good sister. I'll give her a thumbs up. I really like yeah. her. I think she filled the role of a bigger and or smaller sister. I don't know if she was younger or older. But then you have Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie Sue. Or Shoe, sorry. Stephanie Shoe for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Best Supporting Actresses. And here's the thing. The fact that you have four members nominated for this movie is crazy to think about. You have two Best Supporting Actresses. Jamie Lee Curtis's role, so funny. Hilarious. I think, I personally think the daughter stole the show. Yeah. I, I truly think outside of outside of the dad, the daughter stole the show. I I think she's gonna win. I would be okay if I would be okay if anyone but Angela Bassett won. Although I wouldn't mind if Angela Bassett won as a person, but any one of those, it's just so hard to rank. Any one of those four. I don't think Jamie Lee Curtis will win, but I respect the nomination because she was phenomenal so, in that. Yeah. So fucking funny. Her so, character is silly. Like, Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, man. I, I, I. But like that, like this is like this and the shorts are going to be my favorite character. Categories to watch because it's the most interesting to me. Here's one that was kind of tough. Best motion picture. So now I'll go through the list. And do you want me? Do you guys want me to go through the list, or do you want me to go one by one? Hand thumbs let's up. Go, thumbs we're gonna go. Let's just do it one by one. We we give them. We all give them thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay, all yeah. quiet on the Western Front. Thumbs up. Hands thumbs down. up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. <laughs> Great movie. Avatar: The Way of Water. Uh, down. I got it at like two o'clock. Oh, don't make me be the tiebreaker. I got it at like two oh, o'clock. Man. Thumbs up. I will go as far as saying I'm on the fence, but I'm because I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to be that person. You so can, no, you can sit on the fence. That's fine. Okay, I ranked it six point five, but honestly, I, I'm on the fence. I, I I would say like my I I don't I don't have my thumb up or down. Aesthetically, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Right, but, but I think that's kind of where it stops. Yeah, that's that's it. And though. we've all we've all played video games before. Right. So thumbs down, I think. Then thumbs down because honestly, that's I, fair because I think there's elements to it, but overall, not, yeah, no, not aesthetically, 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 ten ten, but. Okay, thumbs down. Avatar, thumbs down. I wish we had a oh button, but... You could add it in. Someday. Yeah, well, nah. I want to add it in naturally. Like, with my own hand. The Banshees of Insurin. Thumbs up for me. I like that movie. Uh, it wasn't the best, but I give it thumbs up. Uh, Elvis. I want to hear what down. you think, Julia. Mine is down, too. But I want. what down. do you think? Down? Okay, but you but you but you just think that he did a, a good job. Like yeah, you think, I think I think there are good elements, but I don't think overall just the it's movie. Of okay, the okay, so okay, fair enough. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Not asking, thumbs up. I already know the answer. Yeah, we didn't watch the Fablemans. Uh, I'm gonna go thumbs down because I don't think I would have liked it. I'm also being an asshole. That is so rude for me to just do. 
So no, I'm, no, I know I wouldn't like it. Like, I have no interest in seeing. I would have seen it. Seen it. Like, like, there's nothing. Yeah, like, I mean, you, you're, you're from Jersey. Whoa. Well, the guy, the, the Fable guy, he's from, he lived in Jersey for a year or two. Who's it? Stephen King? Who's the story about? Not Steve. <laughs> no, I would see Stephen King. Spielberg. Yeah, is that who this is about? Yeah, we, we you know this. We talked. About. Oh shit! I still Stevie wouldn't watch Spielberg. it. Though. I would go with. I wouldn't watch it, so I can't grade it. Tar, best picture, thumbs down. I liked it a lot more than Enrique did, and I'm still giving it a thumbs down. Okay, fair enough. Top Gun. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Pat? Oh, thumbs up, yeah. Okay, and then the rest we didn't watch. Triangle of Sadness and Women Talking. There is no way to watch them, so... Sorry. Okay, so now if we're going off of... I was going to say, I talked to my mom, and she's a woman, so... (laughs) Yeah, and I'm talking to Julia, and she's a woman. Yeah. So it's out of Top Gun, Everything Everywhere All at Once... All quiet on the Western Front. But to be fair to Julia, if it came down to Top Gun and All Quiet on the Western Front, which one would you be okay with winning out of those two? I think I would choose All Quiet on the Western Front. Okay. Pat, if it came down to those two, we know everything, everywhere, all at once might win. But if it came down to Top Gun and All Quiet on the Western Front, which one would you? I guess yeah, yeah. Which one would you be okay with watching? I'm sorry. Which one would you be okay with winning? That's what I meant to say. All, right, all quiet on the Western Front. I, that I, edges out Top Gun just a little bit. I would not care which one of the two. I honestly like both of them. That's not fair. You made us choose. No. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly like both of them equally. I would go with uh, Top Gun. As my personal, I would be okay if Top Gun won. I wouldn't be mad if All Quiet on the Western Front won. But is that your personal preference because you're a Top Gun fan? No, I just think that movie was it was more exciting. It was, a, I mean, All Quiet on the Western Front is 1917. And I've seen that already. Top Gun was literally Top Gun. I've seen that already. I will say I, I hated the first Top Gun. I know, I know that's gonna upset you, but I just nah. didn't care for the it, movie at all. And I think the second was a major improvement. So I, I would say, I, I would go with Top Gun Maverick, not because I'm a Top Gun fan, not because I love Tom Cruise and I'm a huge Val Kilmer fan. I. If you just took all that stuff out, Top Gun is just it's more exciting than All Quiet on the Western Front. It's All Quiet on the Western Front. So like like it is 1917. Top Gun Maverick is Top Gun original. Mm, I would argue that they're pretty different. Okay, well then then yeah, so if 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 I see it like you see it as it like kind of a different movie, it didn't take the love aspect. Top Gun was basically like a, a, a romance in a way. Top Gun, I'm sorry, but it was just so it's a three hour movie. Yeah. I I'll, to be fair, I only watched the first hour and a half and I was just so bored I couldn't get through it. 
it's it's you ha- it's an acquired taste. It really is an acquired taste. I guess to top it off, Top Gun Maverick. Personally, I feel edges out all quiet on the Western Front. But my personal opinion, everything, everywhere, all at once is probably going to win. My personal opinion. I think that it will win. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily my vote, but I think that it'll win. Yeah, I, I, I truly think that movie's going to win. But if it came down to those two, given that those two are the th- two movies that we all three of us saw and all three of us gave thumbs up, I, I, I personally think Top Gun will. I think Top Gun will win, and I'll be okay I'll be okay if it didn't, but I think in that one, Top Gun should win because of, like I said, it's just it's just more exciting. You know, it's it's more it's thrilling, and and all crown Western Front's like depressing. You know, yeah, war's depressing. Right, 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 and it's just like ah, nah, nah, I'm good. You know, I definitely yeah, um, I need that war. Yeah, you know, like. T- Maverick was at war with the MIGs, you know, but it, it it just was, it was more exciting. There was more of a personal, well, all quiet on the Western front. I guess the, the, the kid and that dude cat, I really liked that cat character. I, I was upset when he, when he died. Spoiler alert. I mean, if you're still, <laughs> <laughs> but it's you okay. It's like a, like one, it, it's a book. And there's like so many renditions of it. Like, yeah, there's one of the most popular um, silent films. I was thinking, there's like 15 All Quiet on the West. No, you're right. So, that's that's another thing, too, that there's so many All Quiet on the Western fronts that if I were into that kind of film, I would have seen that movie already a hundred times. First of all, get, get your picks to me, like, write them out. And if anyone wants to play along, we're gonna do 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 a card. So everyone fill out your picks and whoever has the most right we'll get a prize. Okay. All right. Cool. I will have this yeah. episode up by March fifth, twenty like, tell your, three. T- tell your friends. They don't have to listen to this to participate. We could post on um Instagram the socials and yeah, and, and I, I'll send out a messenger pigeon to drop off to some people. Okay. So I do have some sort of fan mail nice. that came in last minute before we made this call. I have to look for it, so please forgive me for being unprofessional. I have a friend in Russia, and she's going through all the bullshit that's just going on in, in Russia, right? Right. So... They asked a question, and I guess it was – I'm going to read most of it, but what I say by that is it's kind of long. So it's basically want to ask how much are politics in the Oscars and whether you think it's something good or bad. But then they mentioned that um, they saw that we were kind of writing like political issues, and I don't know. I might have written political issues to her. I don't know if I said anything political, but – uh, how much of a difference can the award make in our lives? So, like, the rep- representation of women in movies and so on and so forth. Like, oh, actually, yeah, I was. I was talking about An- Angela Bassett getting a huge nomination for Wakanda Forever. 
And that's not just big for Marvel movies, not just big, but that's big for that's big for older actresses that get no kind of recognition. You know, like you're not casting an older actress. Like people just don't cast them anymore. So like for her to get a nomination is huge. And I think that's what kind of what she what she meant. But also like nominating a documentary, for example, of Nalvani, I guess it's like a, a Russian um Oh God, I, I wish I'd I wish I'd jot this down. But it's I wanna say they're a political figure. They're like a um Right, a Russian politician. Yeah, but like good like there's like good and bad, I guess. Kinda like here, but like there's like one or the other. Here's like you can kind of choose and pick. Right. But it's like uh, it's a big su- but like a, a documentary like them, it's a big support for people in Russia who oppose like the political regime. But is it a good thing to do to add like politics? Uh, should evaluate the artistic value or think about the consequences of like nominating. Like uh, nominating a certain movie or actor based off of politics. And I don't know if so I could be wrong, but I don't know if do we have someone that like do we know of any situation where they used say someone for a political reason i don't i i don't know if that's ever happened like in the oscars i think they yeah, stay away I, from that especially recently i i don't think we have much like political impact if there's any it's people that are dead or like no longer in power you could argue that like the movie blonde did feature certain political figures but it's kind of irrelevant at this point and i guess i mean if you think about elvis they try to depict like life in the south he's from the south right i think so i believe so i forget what's like he's like from louisiana i think but anyways he, they they depict life in the South, how like a white boy can't hang out in like black clubs and how you have you have this like barrier because of when he was moving his hips, like at the time he was moving his hips, it's like offensive and he's like trying to stand up to him and they're like, Well, if you go to war, you won't go to jail and all you know, so I guess I guess in a way that can kind of be we don't see it as yeah, political. So are are we talking um, like strictly politics or more like just cultural impact? Overall? Well, I think I I think I think the question kind of leans towards a lot of actors and actresses when they win. Sometimes you know they give their political speeches. Sometimes they they get like you know they they give their speeches when they win, and it's like. It, it, it becomes a thing sometimes you have like you know remember when trump was in office there was a lot of anti-trump and anti like don't do this and don't do that but i guess the question would rely more on like if you were to let's let's say there was a movie a quiet all quiet on the western front type movie that was political right let's just say it was like a polit like a political message and we had like and, and and we're part of the Oscar team, like the official Oscar team. I guess the question would be like, is it worth it or is it okay to kind of vote for something like that? Or do you stay away with it to kind of not get like too much involved? Like is it is it okay? Like let's say the movie was like pro 
I don't know. I, I don't even know anything about politics. Let's just say it was just like pro something. And you know specifically it's like pro something. And it's going to cause an outrage if it wins, say, best picture. I think the question is, do you vote for something like that? Because it's artistically, you know, creative. It's It, it marks all the categories, all the checkboxes. Or do you stay away because of what it can bring? I think that's more so what the question is. So I don't really know. It's hard to say without like an example. I don't really see that happening. And it's it's a very what if situation. Like if this film were to exist, would it be voted on by the specific people who do the Oscar nominations? Pat, you would know a little more about this. Is there any politically fueled movie or document I mean yeah milk like every time like there's been a lot of different I think milk one um the, the one about Harvey milk that one that was you know, definitely political I would even say like quiet on the western front that is a very politically motivated movie you can say that it takes place in a different time but it's like why did they choose to make that film now but also like, same with banshees of Engineering. I mean, yeah, movies are political. Um, a lot of them have political messages. A lot of them, you know, convey. And and a lot of times, you know, the Oscars are known to be like an old man, like an old white man's room. And um, it has been getting slightly more diversified. And, you know, hopefully over the next few years, it continues to get more diversified. And you see actors of different shapes, sizes, and colors in, in you know, getting nominations and getting the opportunity to make movies to get nominations. So Angela Bassett, is that one of those situations? Because I, I've had people, I mean, I've had a lot of people come up to me and like when I talked to them about this and they said, you know, they'll, they'll mention they have no idea. They'll have no idea why, why she was nominated, you know, because she's not even in the movie. But like, was that one of those situations where, Let's just do this. Like, I guess, like, on that note, maybe she gets a nomination because the movie did so well and you have to nominate. They wanted to put someone in there. Like, you look at it like, all right, Black Panther, you got to give it, like, it's done so well in the box office and it was so very popular. So you look at who you can nominate and Angela Bassett is, you know, a very senior, respected actress so you give her the nom? I don't know. Like, I don't know enough about. I didn't because I didn't see the movie yet, so I don't know. Yeah, I think like you look at it like look over the last few years, like Parasite won. That was the first um, foreign such Asian film to win Best Picture, and controversial. What? Yeah, that was controversial. And when um, the lady who uh, Chloe's, uh, I forget her name. She did Nomadland. She was the first. Chinese director to win best director and fee- and people were mad that a female won people were mad that an Asian woman won yet there it is she won like deal with it okay so I, I think that's what I was kind of having a brain fart so, with because I know there's political stuff but I mean I, again that that becomes political like if everything everywhere all at once wins people will be upset that an, an Asian film won 
and other people will be like inspired and love it. So yeah, but that that's with everything though. Okay, that's fair. Then I guess that 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 makes sense because I do remember when Parasite won, I was outraged only because I didn't think the movie was that good. I could couldn't care less who did it, who was in it. I just didn't think the movie I liked the movie. I just didn't think it was best picture worthy. But then I, I, I read into it recently, like a couple of days ago, I was reading into Parasite. And that also a very political film. You know, just the reflections on the poverty disparity. Poor, yeah, yeah, rich and poor, the the culture in, in Korea. So that's a very political film. Right. Okay, so that makes sense. So then I guess to answer, like, I guess Pat basically answered, like, yeah, it happens all the time, I guess. It's just You cannot avoid it. Yeah, there's yeah. Just different levels to it. I get yeah, that 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 makes sense. I, I guess I guess cuz I don't see it as that. I think that's why I don't pay any mind to it. But now now I guess after it's kind of said out loud, it makes a lot of sense cuz I re- I remember people I was reading people were just outraged that Parasite won because they're like they only won cuz they're Korean. They wanted a Korean person to win. They wanted it to be interesting and I just think they won because more people just happen to like it than I think the movie at the time was uh, the uh, Queen movie, the Freddie Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. And although I'm a huge fan of that movie and I'm glad he won Best Best Actor, you know, I can understand why Parasite won over that movie. I can understand that. You know, because that movie is an Elvis. You know, it's like we know we already been through this. It's not original. Like we know f- this whole story. So, like I, I can see why that one. So, I, I guess that I guess that makes sense. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I think not. I want to. So, Black Panther, the original, was a huge culture movement. Huge. I mean, you remember when that when that movie came out for the first time? Right. It was like. One of the biggest culture movements, it was during a time when, you know, there was just so much violence and so much uh, police brutality. And that movie just skyrocketed. My personal opinion, it wasn't as good as people made it seem to be. But you weren't allowed to say that because culturally that movie was the best movie that was out at the time. And there were so many people that stood by that, lived and died by that. And, And again... I don't think it was a bad movie. I just don't think it was as good as, you know. But then I, it, it did make me think, was Wakanda Forever, did that have a nomination as, was that like a makeup nomination? It because- could have been. Because I, I do believe in that. like, And I believe in, in that. like They're like makeup calls in sports. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. every now and then and – it is good to see it. Like I feel like we expect it to be like someone who's like an old white guy who hasn't been nominated but has been around for a long time. As a so, like it is good to see you know I guess more diverse getting like a makeup call. I don't know. Interesting. I guess I'll personally I'll have to put more attention to this because. You know, I don't see it as that. I don't see it as political or anything like that. But I, it makes sense. I mean, you guys. There is a difference between like the cultural impact and like literal like political impact when we talk about like political figures. But I do think they intersect a lot. 
Yeah, that makes a lot De- of there's sense. There's definitely a cultural influence. I would say when you think it, a lot of these movies are political. I mean, yes, I, I agree. I agree. You, and especially even the movies Elvis and Blonde, they don't take place in like modern times, but specifically the movie Blonde, they show political figures engaging in violent crimes that we don't have proof that they committed. And that's something I find very interesting, even if it's speculated upon. Like I, to make it look like a fact, I guess. Yeah, I don't of... think it's fair to portray like real historical figures committing like violent crimes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and like El- Elvis clearly isn't a politician, but you could argue that he's a pretty big historical figure. True. He's wildly famous, one of the most well-known people Allegedly. in this country. Uh, yeah, and I don't he's... know who he was, but I think he's got a lot of influence, and I think anytime you show actions of his... That, yeah. His stealing of, like, soul music, and... Um... Well, that's, that's the main thing I got from that, was he's just he's just a thief. Like he, yeah. I don't think he has any original music, and... I, I Just stealing I, I from... I, black musicians and and you know you hear it all the time they're like you know i was stole music from black people and and all the the rhythm and everything that he portrayed it was like already done and you know they kind of painted a a nice picture that like he went to a church and the preacher like got into him and he hung out with all it like i kind of did feel a little bit not not i think about i kind of did get a little small feeling that like Elvis gave they whitewashed off, it. Well, that, but Elvis gave off like, oh, I got black friends. That vibe, like, oh, I got Spanish friends. I got like black the real, friends. the real person had that energy. You think? Yeah, no, I just feel like the the like the writers made it seem like they gave off that energy. Like, oh, Elvis had black friends too. You know, like it, it's okay. He's not, you know, he's not a thief. He wasn't appropriating. He wasn't stealing. Like these were his friends. You know, he lived in the South. These were his people. But in reality, I mean, was it really that? We don't know. You know, was he really a thief? We don't know. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, just the little bit I've learned about Elvis in these past, like, months, Elvis doesn't have any original work. The, the joke, now, now that I know that Elvis, you know, who he was right. and everything, like, that joke makes a lot more sense now that, oh, Forrest Gump taught you how to move, and then you took that and you went and you never gave Forrest Gump any credit. You know, I don't think he gave anybody credit. He might have said it once or twice, but I don't, you know, maybe that movie was to like kind of wash away his sins in a way. So I guess, I guess that makes sense where that would be kind of one of those situations where you kind of use the platform to, I'm just going to phrase it as like wash away the sins. Okay. And I would say you could argue that like, that film specifically, the way it followed his manager, I feel like it. they attempted to push some, certain things off and paint his manager in a bad light. Right, I guess to kind of bounce off the bad stuff that like maybe Elvis did or something. Right. So like maybe he was a piece of shit, but instead they're like, oh, no, it wasn't Elvis's fault. His manager manipulated him. You know, people manipulated him. He was just a young kid who got like groomed is a word i heard recently like it's just a young kid that got groomed by his manager so i I guess that makes sense i guess 
to answer your question, yes. In, in short, yes. It is used in movies all the time. And, and it speeches, is- like, every year there's the speeches, you know, are, are seemingly political one way or another. Yeah. You know, various, yeah, someone's going to draw attention to lack of representation or the importance of representation, which I think is very important. My favorite all time is Marlon Brando uh, not going to the uh, award Oscars, but sending um, a Native American woman to go up and accept his best uh, actor speech or best actor um, trophy. They hated that. Yeah, well. That was uh, for The Godfather. I don't know what year it is. Probably like 73, 78. It was in the 70s or 80s. I don't know. I forget when The Godfather came out. No, Godfather's in the 70s. It's probably like 77, 78. It was definitely during disco. It wasn't dead yet. Yeah. I know that that woman actually just passed away um, late last year. Shout out to her. Any final thoughts? I'm I'm pretty new to... I mean, I've seen the Oscars in the past, but I never really paid close attention. I'm... But part of this podcast in general, I feel like I'm trying to get more into film and really basically justify having film as a hobby because I feel like consuming content isn't a hobby. But I feel like doing the research, doing this work, talking about it with people makes it more of a hobby and makes it something that's actually fulfilling. So I am excited to watch the Oscars this year. Cool. That's that's good. I, I started watching it with Pat. I don't even know why we saw it. I don't even know how we saw it. But one year we just stumbled across it. We decided. It. Yeah, yeah, we weren't even trying. It, it found us. It, it, we just stumbled across it one year. It was like right the year before, like in 2019, I think we just like stumbled across it. And then we just kind of watched it every year. And we're just like, oh, no, 2018. Oh, yeah, it was 2019 because 2018 was when Bohemian Rhapsody got nominated in Parasite 1. And I remember feeling that emotion of, oh, my God, he just got snubbed. And then I thought about it. I was like, well, the movie wasn't really that good, just the acting. So. I kind of learned and picked up from that, which is pretty cool. And I'm glad, you know, I'm glad you're giving the Oscars a shot. I think it's fun to reward your work because you do put a lot of time. I mean, you watch tons of, you guys watch way more movies than I watch. And there's some that I don't like mark on Letterbox, but there's, I know there's like tons you haven't put on Letterbox yet. Yeah, I have to update the last couple of weeks have been. And that's what I'm saying. Like you and Pat watch so many movies and it's it's really cool to have, you know, have these conversations with you guys because you like you know what you're talking about. You know directors, you know books, you know this stuff. Like I just watch movies and just fucking be like, this movie was cool, this movie wasn't. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't feel like I know that much, but I'm trying to. Learn. Yeah, and like Pat knows a shit ton about like horror movies. So like I like to listen to a lot of the stuff, which is why I'm kind of mad that like horror doesn't get nominated because we get a lot of oh, just so good, so many good horror movies, and who knows. I do like, I, I have seven pages of notes, if anybody's wondering. Three pages of spreadsheets. I hate the Oscars, but it's so much fun. Like, we just started watching them. I like watching movies. And now I'm like, it's going to be competitive. We're doing it. Like, this, like, parlay. Whoever wins, whoever picks them, the, the most wins, gets a prize. Let's have fun with it. The point of doing stuff is to have fun. The Oscars suck. They don't reflect the movies I watch or the people I talk to, but we're going to have fun with it. 
Next, we're going to do the Chainsaw Awards. I want to come up with a March Madness bracket for us of because um, we're about to stumble upon March Madness. March Madness killer horror icon bracket. Going to put it out there. So be on the lookout. Yeah, we'll post it for you guys. Yeah. Awesome. I'll get working on that this week. And before we go, I want everyone to know that the Titanic was a conspiracy and I might not delete the beginning part of it because we need people to know that the Titanic's a conspiracy. Look, we're going to have that episode soon. Fair enough. But we'll do a conspiracy theory episode. That's fair. That's cool with me. So I guess that's that, man. We're, We're out of here.